my goodness. It's been a while, everyone, but I'm going to tell you something. In that while, there's a red. There already been developments. Lori, there's tea about us and Finding Prince Charming you don't even know about yet. And I can't wait to tell you about it right here on uh, the new horrible recap show of the, I'm going to double down, horrible, horrible reality daily show, Finding Prince Charming. My name's Joey, P- no, my name's Joey Batant, and this is Lloyd Roggenkamp on Finding Prince Charming. Camp. You see how I, I called myself Joey Batanz. Yeah, that was that was probably my favorite thing ever. I don't think I've called myself Joey Batanz since I was like in seventh grade. And you know, I didn't oh do that formal God. thing where I go, it's Joe now. I'm 14. Come on. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember this one guy uh, that I used to intern with, what like used to blow up when people would call him Matt. Mm-hmm. He's like, my name's Matthew. I'm not a doormat. And I was like, I don't think anybody <laughs> thinks... You're a torment. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Um anyway, Lori, I have tea about finding print time. I can't believe I, I was like I was gonna tell you I'm like, oh I better tell her on the air, and then I rem- I just forgot about it. Okay. I so- gotta go. You said we could go as long as I had until I said I gotta go. So I gotta go. I'll talk to you later. So last week I promised that we would have a Finding Prince Charming contestant on the show because After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis kind of knew them. Now, by the way, he didn't personally set this up, but I reached out to a Finding Prince Charming contestant, one we haven't met yet on the show. Uh, We'll meet him probably today. His name is Justin. Okay. And when when I wrote to him, he responded very quickly. And was like, yes, yes, oh, I will do good. it. Yeah, 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 I'll do it. This sounds great. I told him about Afterthought Media. He goes, I always want to support LGBT companies. Uh, That's nice. It was very nice. He was very, very, very sweet. And then I go, oh, it's so okay. I wrote him the day we were going to record. We hadn't recorded yet. And so I communicated with him before we recorded. And I said, I'll tell you what, we're recording the first episode. Okay. I go, let me send you... Uh, the first episode, because I want to get a sense of the vibe. Lori, uh, two days after. <laughs> oh, God. I think I know what you're going to say. <clears throat> two days after he gets that episode. <clears throat> uh huh. Do you want me to read you the email? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me go pull up the email. Uh, two days. I mean, I'm expecting it to be a glowing. He's going to be like, this is the funniest thing I've literally ever heard. I'm nominating you guys for an Emmy. Uh, Uh, I don't know how podcasts are allowed to get Emmys, but I'm nominating you guys. And I'm not even a registered member of the television academy. (laughs) I'm not. I'm going to make it my life's mission to make sure that you guys get all the accolades that you deserve. (laughs) So, okay. So I'm pretty sure that's what the email's going to say. So, okay. Just prove me right. Yeah, hold on. Read I gotta it. find a way. How do you f- go to your email? Oh my god! Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. So, um, you know, I was my mom for half a second there. Okay, here it is. So, um, okay, so I wrote it. He goes. So then I get. Here's here's what I get. Hi, Joe. <laughs> this is from Justin. Okay. Okay. He goes. Thanks again for reaching out and sending along the episode one example. 
I had a great time filming Finding Prince Charming and have continued to enjoy the positive feedback I've received from those who watched. Who are these people? Who are yeah. these people that gave positive feedback? I've not the, the because, people in his head. Yeah, I've only heard negative feedback about this show. I've never met someone who's like, that Finding Prince Charming, that advanced the gay movement 10 years. No. Yeah. And he goes, unfortunately, I'm not sure my experience and viewpoints align with the vibe for this podcast, or at least what I gathered from episode one. My experience was very positive. I'm proud to have been a part of the first all-gay dating show to air on television. I don't know if that's the one thing he had his hat on. I don't need to engage in negative con- conversation about the production or the contestants. As you know, it's been almost three years and I've moved on. Oh, you couldn't tell that when I first reached out to him. Yeah. Best of luck in your endeavors and thank you again for considering me. Cheers, Justin. Well, it wasn't as bad as I thought. No, 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 no. It was very nice. And he actually sent another nice letter after that. And so, uh, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, it, it, uh, it's it's so. like how I've moved on mm-hmm. from stand-up, but I keep doing stand-up shows because mm-hmm. I like stand-up and I want to do stand-up. You well, know? It's, one it's, of like these- that. it's like that. It's like he's totally moved on. He just, look, he just lives in a bubble where... You know, people live in these bubbles where, like, everything... The thing... I should have thought about this before. His go-to thing is this Finding Prince Charming. It's what everybody wants to talk to him about. In fact, yeah. a friend of mine was on Grinder in the Bay Area. And he goes, do you remember this guy? He sent me a screenshot of a picture from some... I don't know if it was Grindr or some dating app. And um, he sends me a picture of this guy. And the guy says... Like, his headline on this dating app is... Uh, I was on the season five drag race makeover. Any questions? Like that was six years ago. And he's still yeah. talking about it. Like, this is the, this is their 15 minutes and this is what they hang their hands. So I should have thought about this. Like if we attack that, this is his entire sense of being. Yeah. You know, he well, has to I have think, a positive experience. I think the thing is, is that like, like you were saying when we were talking, it's like, I think what we have to focus on is like, the idiocy of the show itself and not the not the contestants yeah you know mm-hmm. so because the contestants are just trying their best yeah well i know? said that, i said that when i wanted justin on the show and he's been listening so um now nah, i don't give a shit we can talk about all the contestants if you want well you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have sent him the first episode where all we do is talk about how stupid it is we should what we should have done is done a fake first episode mm-hmm. like oh my god isn't this the raddest show of all time Oh, it my, sure is, Lori. <laughs> I want to be Lance Bass. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no I want to be Lance. No, you know what? Okay, you be Lance Bass. I want to be Robert Sepulveda, and I want to start a nonprofit for uh, fake crosswalks or something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, he did the crosswalks. Uh, I found the article. Here's the deal. Is this Robert Sepulveda loves to sue people? Okay. So I'm very, like, hesitant to get into the crosswalk thing. You can go find it online. I'll only do things that I know confirmed. Okay. All right, Laurie. So let's do you want to jump into this episode? So last we left off, um, Lance and and Robert had just had their powwow in an empty bar in West Hollywood that was clearly yeah. blocked off for production. One drink, no bartender. One drink, no bartender. Full drink, by the way. Full they, drink. They like just leave those drinks there. Just like and then they take like one. They take a sip as the camera like slow, uh, fastly pans down. Like they're like, please don't. I can't. I need to spit this out as soon as I put it in my mouth. Also, the bartender never asked Lance, what do you want? It was just like, you're going to get this fucking drink. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you. Like they both 
were just like, oh, I, I asked for, you know, just like vodka and soda. Oh, no, the producers wanted you to have this. The producers it's- want you to have the butt plug. It's a, yeah. It's, it's the gayest drink we've ever yeah. invented. Yeah. It literally has a shot of AZT in the yeah. drink. Gaping we, asshole. Yeah, we're just assuming you have AIDS. So we're giving you a 1980s drug cocktail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of AZT. Um, okay, and that, that's, a, that's what they should call the drink, the AZT. I just, from now on, I'm just going to picture a gaggle of like 40 to 50 year old women just like standing in a video village, just mm-hmm. laughing and high fiving. Yeah. That's all I'm going to do. This is what gays are like. <clears throat> yeah, we got it, guys. We, we got figured it, it out. So anyway, we, and by the way, everyone should know, if for some reason you skipped episode one, we only made it to three and a half minutes. What's your bet for today, Lori? How many minutes do you think we'll get through today? Uh, With all the guests, I mean, unpacking what what's his face, Peter, Paul, Mary, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, his, uh, you know, relationship with his and how he got here. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say hopefully more than four minutes. Yeah. Because so we did four and a half dive. minutes. I'm going to say... I'm going to say, hear me out. I'm thinking we might get through six. Six minutes? Yeah, six minutes. Good for us. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to, let me, oh, all right. So I'm already at the house. Uh, I'm at minute 348, by the way, if you want to, if you want to match up with me. Okay. Uh, Okay. So we're, oh, 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 go to, go to minute 340. I forgot about this. Oh my God. I can't believe I seen this, right? Oh, thank God. I want to bring this up right now. Go to specifically minute 348. It has to be that specific timestamp. I yeah. forgot about this. Tell me when you're there. I'm there. Okay, so when you're there, it's like a it's like a beautiful McMansion type house that you see everywhere in L.A. or yeah. County with like purple lighting, lit so well. This is a big part of the whole show. What I'm going to show you right now, Lori. What fucking production designer decided? You know what we need to have right next to the window? A piece of red art that looks like a gaping butthole. Yes. It's like it's like the eye of Sauron, but if Sauron was showing his other side. <laughs> yeah, everyone should know that there's like almost like I think they're called like bay windows or something. It's like a big round circle. It does look like a butthole. Yeah, oh it, my god. And you see it throughout the entire series. They're constantly showing this. And uh, there's a You know that of, they were like, That's that's how we get remind people that this is a gay show. Yeah, guys, I'm not even joking. When you see this, you're gonna laugh. Oh, I have another important announcement. Let me say this now. Oh, I'll say it for the end. Remind me for, about the important announcement at the end, Laurie. Remind me of the important announcement okay. at the end. Okay. Uh, nothing. Nothing shouts. Uh, this is this is a welcoming place. Like harsh blue and red lighting. That's what I. That's what I it love really about. And look. also Christmas tree lighting. <laughs> Christmas tree and like little miniature Christmas trees and like you're. It looks from the picture I'm looking at right now. It looks like we're about to meet our death. You know, like Luke, Luke Stamet said, the brown eye of Sauron. Yeah, it's the red brown eye of Sauron. Yeah, exactly. So what they have is this large, almost like I don't know what they're called. I don't know anything. About it. That's not my gay superpower, knowing design, right? But it's like a big, giant, circular, huge, circular window that you have like in a ship. But they have some sort of line of I don't know what it's supposed to yeah. be. It looks like it, a rusty wagon wheel. Yeah, it looks like a balloon spoke. It um, a bicycle spoke, a balloon knot. Sorry, um, and. They have this like red. It looks like a fucking butthole, and you're gonna we're gonna see it throughout the show. So we'll we'll constantly comment it. So here we go. Let's move on. Okay. All right. So now we're moving in, and so now the first car comes up. We're entering Butthole Mansion. Yeah, a sleek black car. Oh, sorry. The first one in. Oh, oh 
I'm I Eric. Will say. I'm 35, and I'm from Los Angeles. So this is Eric. He's 35. He's from Los Angeles. I will say... And he's a hairstylist. He's a hairstylist from the peak. Just to give you a heads up, Laurie, he seems to be the most normal of the con- one of. There's a few of them. He's one of the more normal contestants. Yeah, he's cute. I mean, he's attractive. I will say, everybody, basically everybody on the show is attractive. Oh, everybody on the show, even the ones who are quote unquote ugly, are attractive. They're just yeah. Even like if they walked into a normal bar, people would be like, "Oh, that person's attractive." Yeah, but because they're, they're around like people, gay men who like are supermodels on the side, you yeah. know. Exactly. They look bad. When people first get to know me, I'm quiet and I'm shy. It's a protection mechanism because growing up in Texas uh, as a gay man was definitely uh, a challenge. I've been really? single for a little bit over two and a half years. How is he single for two and a half years? He's so handsome and so cute. To me, when well, a gay guy that's I mean, when people say single, I think they I don't think they mean like I'm I'm not having sex. I think yeah. they mean just like I'm not in a relationship. Exactly, exactly what I was gonna say. You know he's fucking like crazy because he's so hot and oh, so yeah. charming and stuff like that. Yeah. He, he should be finding Prince Charming. I'm not even lying. He yeah. kind of oh, like, yeah. He kind of even looks like what you think Prince Charming would look like. Wouldn't yeah. You? Well, didn't like the the one guy who uh, oh, when, yeah. when, when he comes in next when yeah, he yeah. comes in when the other guy well no when both they're like we could all be Prince Charming yeah. and it's like yeah you guys could but uh, but yeah I just I yeah I love when people say like oh I can't f-. this whole episode is going to be people att- just picture hot guys complaining about. Uh, uh, they can't find love. Can't how they can't find love. It's just like yeah, of course. You know, maybe like turn the lights on. You know, look at somebody. <laughs> yeah, have you know, a conversation. Just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Here we go. I feel like I've just been trying to present myself in the most. I awful. feel it's always the most. It's the worst position to be the first one in because you're like, all right, I just stand here. And yeah, unless it. it's like a place where you have to. Do they have to live there? Yeah, they're or... gonna live. They're gonna live in this house. Oh, okay. So, well, then that doesn't make sense. I, I would be, like, immediately going for the best room. I would be looking at the best room, the biggest room, mm-hmm. and putting all my stuff there. So they must already have, like, their, their rooms already planned out. Yeah. So. Authentic way I possibly can. And now and he's going to like, myself. a pool cabana. He's walking around. Okay. So they were, so the, I will say they don't make him sit there and, like, have awkward conversation. He's just walking around. So they everybody's going to walk outside to, like, a little cabana that's by a swimming pool. And now the first one – they have the next person coming in. Just so I don't step over him, his name is Paul. All right. Here we go. And by the way, Paul will be the big obsession for me on this episode. For this episode. Oh, Paul is insane. <clears throat> yeah. Here we go. Hi. Hi. Thank you. I'm Paul. I am 34 from Dallas, Texas. Another I'm- Texas boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moved there Another with my Texas. Ex. Okay, he moved there with his ex. Uh, and we were engaged at the time. He passed away this last Thanksgiving. And I think that I have learned how to be a better partner as a result of being with him. Okay. So okay. Let's because so, it becomes okay. important throughout the whole season is he was dating All this right. guy. Go ahead. Okay, no, 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 you first. He was dating this guy, and then in the the in the November, and I think they filmed it like in, in like like January. Like the guy has just died. Yeah, and now he's on this dating. It's been like two or three months since the guy died, and he's learned how to be a better partner because of this relationship. Lori, what did you want to say? Okay, I want you to imagine that your son died. Yeah, 
then horrible his, horrible experience yeah. one of the worst you could hear. just one the of the worst, worst things i think yeah. the wor- i don't think i would survive yeah. i honestly think if any if i have a child and my child dies i would just go okay that's yeah. that my time is also up yeah i'm just gonna just so, breathe until my um, my my last day yeah yeah so your child dies the man that lo- supposedly loved your your son mm-hmm. and was going to marry him like Literally, because you know that production, they have to go in for auditions and stuff. It's not mm-hmm. like it's like a, just like a, oh, I'm going to just go on the show. Almost immediately starts campaigning to be on a real- gay yeah. reality dating show. So he died in November. They filmed this, I think, in like July or August of the following year. So we're saying like, yeah, three months in, he's already applying. All right. Now, by the way. We're making jokes, but I'm trying to make jokes in the knowledge of what I know in the show at this point, even though I know more. We learn more about this relationship. I don't know if it's through the show or through outside sources, but there is there's more tea to the dead to the dead ex-boyfriend. You mean the relationship wasn't built on love and trust? Perhaps, perhaps. So um, but yes, you're right. Because didn't he even say he's tight what he was tight with the family? Yeah. Well, let's let they him fi- moved to, to be closer to his, his uh, boyfriend's fiance's family. All right, let, let, let's actually let him finish here. And by the way, very tall. The one thing. He's a very tall man, very handsome. By the way, very yeah. handsome, right? Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Thing that I think still makes me lonely and frustrated at times is that the experience of sharing a life is something that is so much more rich than experiencing it alone. Okay, because this is going to be important with the tea we learn later. Okay. What he learned from this experience of losing his partner was that living a life with somebody is so much more rich than doing it alone. Okay? Yeah. Mind you, also, I would like to point out something, and I know it's not like a huge deal, but one of the things I do like about this show Mm-hmm. Is that I think Eric was like 33 mm-hmm. and Paul is 34. So right now, and I think a majority of the guys who, who are on the show are in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, they didn't go through super young Twinkies. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, okay, so they're they're actually like trying to make it where it's like, you know, men who kind of like already have lived, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just like 19 year old guys. Mm-hmm. He's trying to pick from them. So, yeah. All right, here we go. I'm Paul. Eric. Okay, this is where Paul and Eric meet. Here we go. Eric? Nice to meet you. Good to meet you. How's it going? Well, it's really nice to meet you. You have amazing eyes, by the way. Right now, Paul thinks this is is Prince Charming, so he's laying it on thick. I will say, Eric does have beautiful eyes. He does. Yeah. I I would be swooning, too. Eric. Yeah. So when I first walked in, Eric was the only person there. And my first thought was that he was the Prince Charming that we were all going to be vying for. Yeah. And I actually, to be honest, was excited about that because he seems like a really great guy and he's obviously very attractive. He is. All right. So now we've met Eric. We've met Paul. And now yeah. the, the next car is coming up to the the asshole palace. Here we go. Oh, here's here's yes. something that I, I just thought of. Yeah. Our... our how how many cars are coming up? Because they only showed one car, and Eric and Paul both entered, but at different times. So mm-hmm. are like cars coming at different times? I are like so. cars I think, carrying multiple people? I think what they do on like the bachelor in these shows is it's basically like a staging area, like just down, just just around the corner, you know, like just we're just out of sight, and it's like the same one or two cars who just go and pick up a person, and bring them over. 
Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're just like okay. right outside a camera. All right, here we go. Here comes the next car. Who is this? We're going to find out. Oh, a shoe. I genuinely... Oh, oh, oh that's right. No socks. Gonna... Okay. All right. So the first... I forgot about... I don't know why it's only been a week and I already forgot about this. So the next person out is 33 years old wearing like a lap... Not what well, not Like almost like the color the Joker would wear. The same kind of purple the Joker would wear. But like a, yes. a gay Joker. Like a shoe with no socks. It's oh. Robert. The Prince Charles. I forgot he's going undercover. That- the foot smell that that guy's dealing with right now. Yeah, but like, oh my god, that outfit is so gay. But anyway, so now remember he's going undercover as one of the contestants. I for completely forgot about that. Yeah. So now the car yeah. is dropping him off. I love how it shows his name and it says Robert, thirty three, Atlanta, Georgia, Prince Charming. So yeah, like <clears throat> nobody knew, nobody remembered. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's move on. This is, now this is Robert going undercover. I want to get a chance to meet all these guys without any pretense. Yeah, I think in. for me, this is an amazing opportunity to get to know them and not have them know who I really am. How is the show thinking this is okay? I listened to our episode last yeah. time and it got, it got me even angrier where I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. The, the, the way that you find true love is to yeah. withhold information from someone, pretend to base it on a lie, pretend something that you're not, and then gather information to use against you later yeah. in a competition that you're going to use against you to find reasons to eliminate you. This is how you find true love. What a yeah. horrible. And like literally pick apart like everything they say. Like we'll get to it. But Paul says something at like, you know, toward when they're having a conversation and mm. Robert's just like, well, I don't think I'm the man for him. And it's just like a innocuous thing that was just like, I don't know if that's the. That's the takeaway there, dude. So, yeah, and this is why I think the show is home of, at, at the very at its best is cynical is a gay cynical view of meeting someone that the only way you can meet someone is just to pretend to be someone else is a horrible cynical view on well, romance in the gay world. Also, I will say, let's say that there is a way that there could that it could have gone better. There is a way that it could be. F- actual fun thing where because if he had played it correctly you know he could have found out like information about the guys like what he was saying he wanted to find out which is are what are their intentions for being there you know which is like fine but what he got out of them was like stuff that you would get out on a date yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. stuff you would get out about like oh i'm from you know i'm from texas or whatever and it's like he he said he was there to figure out if they're there to just be with this guy or if they're there to just sort of like hook up with other guys and have fun. Yeah. Never once did he find that out. All right, here we go. I would walk away if I was him. I'd walk away with more questions but, than answers. But here's the deal: this this takes a very patriarchal look at uh, at romance in a very heteronormative way. I dropped very big words right there. But the point I'm making is, it's we have the assumption that they're not allowed to hook. Like for them, think about this: this is a reality dating show. For them to hook up with each other would be really bad, and he wants to find out. But in theory, especially once you get down to the final four or five, in theory, he's hooked up with each of those guys. So in in, in essence, it's okay for him as the bachelor, as the quote-unquote, he may not be a top, but as the quote-unquote top, he gets to sample the wares, but they are not allowed to sample them with each other. That's verboten, forbidden. That's... That's but that's like the bachelor 
dumbness all you know together i mean i get what you're saying as far as like they're trying to put this like heteronormative thing about like you know like you were saying last time like just have a bunch of gay guys you know live together and see what happens you know but um that's the bachelor in an essence i mean it wasn't there was a bachelor that was there was a bachelorette that was kicked off i remember like maybe a couple years ago because she was like dating a guy when she got on the bachelor and he was like well i just don't i don't i don't trust your the real reason why you came here and it was like dude you've literally had sex with every girl yeah you you know it's like what you know so it's like it's it's just like the fallacy of but this whole thing is a whole foul. I mean, you know, they're not going to find love. Nobody's going to find, you know, it's just all, it's all an excuse to get drunk and do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, and the, the, but these guys make it seem like it's like, no, my real goal is to find love. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I like San Francisco to visit. This is Eric talking to Paul. But yeah. I don't, I don't think I would want to live there. Do you think it's one of those, you know, when you're like, like, okay, you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody and yes. like, like we're talking, let's say you and I were talking about Shannon and then like, let's do it right now. And then I'll be like, at some point I'll be like, oh, Shannon's coming. Shannon's coming. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Okay. Maury. Um, so yeah, Shannon just is just so annoying. I just, uh, I don't know if I can keep doing the tea with her. She's- I know. Well, the funny thing. Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. Here she comes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I was saying, you know, the Egg McMuffin is far superior to any of the Yeah, other that's what that's what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi, Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, didn't see you there. That's what it sounds like. I want to go back 10 seconds. and, and, and An amazing yeah, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking to over Robert right now. He looks so vacant, by the way, when he walks in the house. I like San Francisco to visit. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think I would want to live there. Hi guys. Hey. Hi. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey. Eric. Yeah. Hi, Eric. Nice, nice to meet you. Pleasure. Yeah, it was Hi, like Robert. I would love to have like heard that conversation before <laughs> to be like if if Paul was like, "Oh, I think I'm moving to San Francisco." Or yeah. you know, like what yeah. <laughs> what the hell that conversation entailed like where Eric felt the need to be like I don't know if I'd ever live it. Like, were yeah. they already planning to live together? Yeah. Like, is it there? <laughs> is this the time? Te- is this where they're like, we're in love. Yeah. We're ready to move together. We're yeah. trying to figure out places. Oh my God. I just got to go to, go to the minute, six minutes, five seconds. Okay. Six minutes, five, five seconds. Well, I'm going to get there in, in three seconds. So let me go there. Okay. Uh, Robert. Paul, Paul, Robert. Pleasure. Pleasure to meet you. you. Cheers. Cheers. The door just opened. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the butthole. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yes. Does it's so it's a butthole. It's puckering. Yeah. It is puckering. It is a butthole. It is a butthole. It is it, there's no doubt about it, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's a butthole. Okay, so we've seen another guy. Why? Walking. Why? I can't. Don't, I just, no, and you're saying no oh. one on the you're no one on the production team on the art department saw a, and, oh, excuse me, Roger? Um, I want to be, well, you know what? I'm going to look at the credits at some point and find out who the art director is. And we should get him on the show and be like, were you aware that there was a butthole on yeah. the house? No, I put it there. <laughs> uh, why? Yeah. It, it, why did you put a, a butthole in the, yeah, by the house? Uh, uh, as a straight man, I just figured gay guys, you know, that's, that, that's the thing. <laughs> I have a giant, I have a giant, uh, picture of a gaping vagina in my, in my house. I Wait, figured, yeah. uh, you gay a, guys want a gaping butthole. Wait, you have a picture of a gaping vagina by your house. What do people? What does your wife say? Uh, it's her vagina, so <laughs> you know she can't complain. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So it's right, got, it's it, 
it changes colors too. Like we we like have it like puckering it out when it's when she's on her period, it's just all red, you know. So people know that she's you know the bitch is in. So okay, let's move on. Let's move on. So right now, what I'm seeing right now, it's minute six oh six. It's Robert, Paul, and Eric are all about to, to toast each other. Okay, they, they they think that Robert's just another contestant. It's right? a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting experience. It, Cheers. Yeah, I, I was telling Eric, this is completely outside my comfort zone. Yeah. That's why I applied. Uh, I filled out oh. an application. And yeah. And went through the interview process and the psychological report process. And, and then flew out to Los Angeles with the idea that I'm going to be on a dating show. But I'm out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, my favorite line is coming up right now. Yeah. This is my favorite that Robert says. Oh, I hear it. Oh, really? This is, oh, my God. Here we go. So dumb. Okay, I'm ready. The first two guys that I see um, are Paul and Eric. Paul is striking, and Eric is just as striking. And I know that it's going to be. I guarantee you. That's the one I guarantee you that. I guarantee you the producer said, okay, here's what you want to do. You mm-hmm. want to go, Paul, Paul is is striking. Mm-hmm. And then Eric, the other guy, yeah. say another word, say another adjective. And so he goes, okay, got it. So yeah, Paul is striking. And <laughs> the other guy is just as striking. Uh-huh. <laughs> The producers were just like, we got, we got, we got to go. We can't, we can't yeah. keep trying to make him say another adjective. Yeah. We got Robert Thesaurus here. <laughs> yeah. Here, here we go. Be an amazing few weeks. Hi, I'm Dylan. Okay. So Dylan arrives. Dylan's like a very handsome African-American guy, 26 from West Hollywood. He's a fashion publicist. All right. Yeah. Hi, He's All not right. going to last long. Right. Dylan? Dylan. Paul. Pleasure to meet you, Paul. Pleasure to meet you, Robert. Dylan, pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. I'm Paul's just look, like, licking his chops, licking Dylan up and down. Dylan, 26. Yeah. And I look- well, Dylan's very attractive. Oh, he's super cute. Yeah. Well, also, he, uh, I think he's, uh, like, I forgot what I was going to say, actually. I was All like, right. I'll, I'll head into it head first, but... I wonder, well, oh, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if, if, cause I know that on the bachelor and the bachelorette, there's always a, uh, like a running theme that, that the black people on the show don't last long. Yeah. So I wonder if, cause I know there's a couple of black guys, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if any of them last longer well, than like five see. episodes. Let's find out. Here we go. I live in Los Angeles, California, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. I come from a big family. You know? Oh, look at that sexy they picture there. I'm gay. Because I'm the only gay person that I know in both sides of my family. That's scary. Yeah, that is kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah. We all are. Robert said he's nervous. Uh, by the way, it's casually leaning back. Casually leaning back. Not, not once asking him, like, so why'd you come on the show? What's, you know, mm-hmm. what was your... You know, what was your reason for, you know, Robert just always looks like he is either, he either just got up from a nap or is about to take a nap. Mm-hmm. He's just, oh, man. All right, here we go. Like, what's next? What's going on? All right, here comes the next guy. How's it going? How are you? This is... Hi, everyone. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Oh, he's very handsome. 29. He works in behavioral health and he's from L.A. All right. He's, he's yeah. actually kind of dressed a little like Robert. Hello. Hi, oh. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon. Oh. Oh, oh, oh they're, they're rushing into the guys now, because now here comes a bald man, but we don't know who he is yet. Wow. 
Wow. Oh, I think it's Jason. I think it's Jason. And left there about five Hi. pounds heavier. Hi. Oh, this is the guy that we were going to interview? No, 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 no. Not Justin we're going to interview. This is Jason. Oh. Stop at the bar if you want. Yeah. Jason's from New York. And I think what we're going to find out right now, he's, he knows one of the guys who's there, right? We're gonna, he's going to yeah. recognize him. He knows him. Or somewhere. I think somebody's going to come in and he's going to he's gonna know them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's that. Someone's going to come in. He's going to know them. All right. But he, so Jason's a bald man. Now, here's the deal. A very handsome man dressed very sharply. But for this show, you can see, you can see the, the show considers him yeah. ugly. Yeah. Very handsome man, I mean, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I wish I had his eyebrows. His yeah. eyes are great. Yeah, I would. I mean, if you again, if you saw him walking down the street, you would say that is an attractive man. Yeah, but also what you can tell what because I think what's important. Okay, do you know how those carnival hypnotism shows work? Do you know how they work? They're not really hypnotizing. No. What remember they all? Whenever you see a carnival hypnotism show, they bring on a ton of people on the stage, and then the hypnotist will give these basic instructions, and he's quote unquote trying to see who's the most receptive to being hypnotized. Right? What he's really yeah. looking at is. Who are the ones that are most willing to play along and would be fun to sort of like poke fun at on the stage, right? And so there's a complicit agreement between the two. Like, I know you're not really hypnotizing. You know I'm not really hypnotizing you, but you're going to do what I say and and we're going to have a good show. And anyone that seems resistant to it, they get them off the stage, that they're not receptive. I kind of feel the same thing here with this Jason character where you can tell even from the few minutes we see him this episode that he's too smart for this show. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he's pretty savvy and he gets it. And I think that's one yeah. of the – okay. Oh, yeah. We'll find out later on that he, you know, he pretty much picks up what's going on yeah. almost immediately. Yeah. He's a celebrity makep artist from New York. Here we go. Do I get rude? My name's Jason. I'm 33 years old and I live in New York City. Yeah. I think a lot of people think if you are gay, you can't be in a monogamous relationship. That to me is very untrue. I'm always monogamous. I want to be with somebody. By the way, while they're saying that, I showed him in a, in a, in a sitting down, cross legged, in a gigantic, comically giant chair where he looks like, yeah. Vern, he looks like Vern Troyer in a normal chair. He does. <laughs> he looks like a, an adult Vern Troyer. Yeah. Vern Troyer was an adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. R.I.P. Right. Uh, Vern Troyer. Here we go. Joe mm-hmm. at Afterthought Media, if you want to <laughs> send any hate mail. I can wake up next to every day and share my life with, but then like hey, be passionate about it and rocks. have like, really great sex and have really great conversation, have really great moments with. See, this is a normal, complete adult. I don't know how long he's going to last in this show. But also, I think it's like a little, like, I think that's the thing with these guys is I think it's a little too pie in the sky. I mean, most mm-hmm. of the conversations my girlfriend and I have are, you know, about like mundane things, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's it, it, we're not moving mountains, you yeah. know, we're, we're it, you know, so I think that these guys are like, well, I want everything to be 100 percent all the time. Yeah. It's like, of course, it's not going to be yeah, no relationship is like that. All right, here we go gonna be friends all right so we might as well get comfortable sounds good <laughs> all right so now uh, they're showing they're the drinking. pool they're drinking having a good time okay. perking up my radar is on full blast this is robert talking his radar's on full blast i'm still under what does that mean my radar is on full blast because he's radar- literally <laughs> here's why he has an this. erection here's and he's I mean. 
blasting it, out of his pants. It's subtle here, but isn't a radar taking in information? You're not a radar. A full blast to me would mean you're shooting out stuff. I think the power. I think he means like the power. Radar power. I don't know. He the analogies he's using are are not striking. All right, here we go. <laughs> cover and i want to know what's going to happen when i am not around in the house yeah. so i am they're gonna start fucking digging for gold yeah i think you're the tallest one here okay oh, okay okay all right oh right. i'm gonna go back 10 seconds because this he's we literally gonna, not <laughs> for me this is my this moment right here defines the entire series i don't even know if we'll finish it today all right so i'm gonna go back 10 seconds i want everyone to listen all right uh, all right. I'm still just, undercover, uh, and I want to know what's going to okay. happen. Because this entire, I'm going to let it play house. for a while. So here we I go. am definitely digging for gold. I think you're the tallest one here. How tall are you? So this is Robert talking to Paul. Paul is very tall. Robert's close to his height, but he's talking to Paul. Yeah. He says, I think you're the tallest one here. He says to Paul, how tall are you? Here we go. Well, I usually am in most places. What are you, like 6'3"? Six, six, three? Six, three? Good okay. call. You're tall, too. Nice. Also, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm 6'3". Okay, so Paul says he's 6'3", and Robert's about to say, I'm 6'2". Here we go. Two on a good day. Are you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, it's the strangest thing. So all of my exes have been 5'11 and below. Okay. How does that make you feel? Most guys are shorter than me, Uh so it makes it easy. But you generally go for short short guys. I do. Okay. Okay. Oh. God, this conversation. Okay. So he asks Paul, this is so important in the whole episode, which is so weird. He asks Paul, how tall are you? He said, you're tall. He said, I'm 6'3". Robert says, I'm 6'2 on a good day. And then Paul says... Which means he's 6'1". Yeah. So, you know. Which, which Paul says to him, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm pretty much the tallest person everywhere I go. So every, Which makes sense. I mean, like, the, once you get above 6'3", there are fewer guys, there aren't that many guys who are taller than you. You know, so more yeah. likely than not, you're going to date guys who are six feet and under, you know? Well, that's what he was saying is yeah. like, he's like, well, I'm taller than everybody. So it's just easier to yeah. date shorter people. Cause it's like, you know, you don't really find a lot of like tall, taller men, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he was, and then, so then of course, Robert hones in and goes, so you only date short men. And, and it was like, Paul he goes, interpret- well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think Paul interpret- yeah. But Paul doesn't realize he's been under inter- he's under interrogation because Robert's undercover, right? Yeah. And he's like, um, he's like, yeah, because most, but he means it because most people are shorter than he is, right? Yeah. And then Robert. Then- Meanwhile, what's hilarious is like off to the side, two guys are exchanging phone numbers <laughs> and Robert's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. But like, do you date tall men? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Also, technically, Robert is shorter than than Paul. Yeah. So, like, if he's dating him, he's yeah. going to be dating a shorter person. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. I thought that we may have been a match, but I can't change what he is and isn't into. You know. What is he talking about? What is he talking about? I thought we may have been a match. He's gonna do like he's not. He's taller than you. Yeah. He says he dates people who are shorter than them. You're not short. You're not taller than him. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, like... <laughs> no, I'm not gonna shrink. So I'm definitely thinking exit stage left, please. This is the most oh shallow, shallow reason. 
just in the context of the show two minutes ago, he was like, I'm looking for true love, something that's real. Paul says, I'm the tallest person in the room. Most people are guys are shorter than me. And Paul's like, exit stage left even. And, oh, Robert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert says that. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? But then also like that. So let's let's say that that's a component, right? Let's also keep in mind that the whole reason Robert is undercover is to find out whether or not these guys are here to date if they're if they're here to truly find true yeah. love or if they're here to just kind of mess around and date other date you know hook up with men in the in the you know bachelor pad and then also hook up with Robert or yes. Prince Charming right yes. not once does he go so what are your goals? <laughs> like what are you what is no. your aspirations what do you look you know he goes oh he doesn't want to date tall guys okay yeah. i'm done Meanwhile, Paul could have just turned around and been like, all right, who wants to fuck? You know, it's like, who can like, Yeah, what? you're right. And in fact, oh if any, of, of all the people that I've seen so far, actually, of all the people that we've seen so far, I haven't seen anyone that seems they're there just to fuck people. Like no. Dylan, Paul, Eric, all these guys seem like they're really there to find love. If, if you buy into the... But I would say Paul, more than anyone, they focus on he just lost a partner who died, and I know what true love means, and I don't want to sleep around. Yeah, it's a whole thing. All right. But but no. But Robert hears uh, he's an inch taller than he is. He's like, gone, later, bye. Yeah, also, again, by, by Paul's uh, reasoning, he would date Robert because Robert is shorter than him. Yes. So, you know. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, here comes the, here comes the next contestant. Oh, can I? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Can you? I also just just side want to mention how funny and kind of sad it was that Jason kind of nudged in and was like, "I'm six. I'm also I'm six two. I'm also six two. And then both Robert and Paul were like, "Good for you." And then turned around and just had the conversation. Yeah, we're talking to each other. Get out of here. All right, here we go. Very shiny shoes with no socks. Here we go. My name's Justin. Oh, there he is. There's oh, Justin. Oh, that's Justin. This is Justin. All right, here we go. 29 years old, and I live in sunny Seattle, Washington. I am coming into this with an open heart and an open mind. <laughs> well, look, in fairness, he was coming to our show with an open heart and open mind, but then thought yeah. it was too mean and yeah. didn't want to do it anymore. All right, here we go. I have no idea who I'm about to meet and who this Prince Charming is going to be. Being gay isn't all pride and pageantry. I'm a man. I'm a man who also wants to be in love. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a part of that that people don't Okay, realize, in this picture but... right here, which one is Justin? I can't tell. A picture of two white guys in sunglasses. Oh. Oh, I skipped over it. Uh, oh, the what? Oh. Uh, the, he's covering his hair, so I can't tell. <laughs> Which his one, hair is, yeah, which like, one is Justin? It's like I can't picking tell. twins apart. Yeah. It's like you always look for this the scar or the whatever. I can't tell which uh, one is Justin. Also, if you're gonna take a selfie, don't wear mirrored sunglasses, because then I can just see your hand holding the camera as we can. That's here. true. Yeah. Oh, the one on the right is is him. They, oh really? They I think the one the on the left is him. Oh, the one on the left. Yeah, sorry, yeah. that's what I meant. The yeah. one on the left. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, here we go. He also looks like a dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> And I'm in no way saying that because he did come on our podcast. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Gay dating is the same as straight dating. There's still a... Except, uh, no, it's not. Yeah, it's... There. Yeah, it's... I mean, but also it's just like, who gives a shit what it's like? Yeah. Just date. Yeah, here we go. 
still these nerves that you get before a first date. Based on who's already here, I don't know what my chance. So now we're back at the house, and Paul is looking around, saying, "Based on who's here, I don't know what my chances are." She's very genuine and vulnerable. Chances are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping they're not that many more. Yeah. Okay. So now we have another guy coming in. Yeah. Oh, this guy. This is the one. Yeah, this is Chad. And by the so way, from Chad, what Chad and Jason know each other. Yeah. And from what I've learned from AfterBuzz TV's JLs is he's much shorter than he appears on camera. And if you look for it, you can tell that that's true. They try is, and hide he that. He looks really short. He's very, very, he's very short. He's got that Tom Cruise build. Yeah. Uh, and has kind of a good... Not, he doesn't look like Tom Cruise, but that same sort of style if you're not following along visually. Here we go. Well, the reason I know he's short is because if right when he tur- the camera pans, you can see Paul jerking off. <laughs> He's pre-gaming before yeah. he goes up and talks to Chad. <laughs> here you go. The guys here? Not yet. Robert's oh, and Paul has now. his penis out. Yeah, there he comes. Here comes so Chad. you say that. Yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I know. Hi. So Chad knows Jason. They're both from New York. And you can see you just yeah. in that shot how short he is. So good to see you. How are you? Good to good. see you too. I'm Chad. I'm 32 years old and I live in New York City. I came out because I fell in love with someone I met off the internet when I was 19. I have been in love before. You don't plan for it. You don't look for it necessarily when it happens. If you're looking for it, it doesn't usually happen. I'm not here looking for love. I'm here being open to something great. We're going to find out how open he is in a second. Maybe not maybe not in today's podcast episode, but there's a lot of drama with Chad, and I'll tell you guys all about it as we go on. All right, here we go. Are we just, are we waiting for one of us to announce that he's our Prince Charming? And he's just been listening in. So, so Paul now says, Paul kind of picks up on what's going on, you know? Yeah, of course, and, everybody does. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, okay, this is great. Well, We're just waiting for Prince Charming. I can't remember, but doesn't Jason specifically pull Robert aside and call him out? Uh oh yeah no when they're when they're doing the hashtags, mm-hmm. Jason because that's the time he's going to announce that he's you know mm-hmm. he's going to say that he's you know Prince Charming. Uh, Jason turns to him and goes, "I think you're Prince Charming," and then Robert's like. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, okay, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, but right now, so Paul's just said, and I'm waiting for Prince Charming to say he's Prince Charming. And there's a, they have the most like Robert has the worst poker face. If you just look at him, you can tell how nervous he is. When oh he yeah, says that yeah. All right, here we go. It'd be weird. That, Robert well, says that'd be weird. I'm really nervous yeah. about. You know, oh, he really he really dodged a bullet. He really <laughs> slid under the radar there. <laughs> No, wait, Ch- Robert can't be Prince Charming. He said it'd be weird if he was undercover. <laughs> yeah, it can't be him. Not it can't be him. Honest or being a little sneaky, but yeah. I think this is a good way to gauge the guys. Uh-huh. Like I found out, Paul <laughs> yeah. has only dated people shorter than he is. He's a guy. 5'11. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's like, what's the point? And then I also got to see that two, one of the guys is bald. So, I mean, that's a no. Yeah. So, you know. We got people exiting stage left and right. And did you, you know. see a black guy walked in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not going to last. <laughs> He's long. gone. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait one episode, then we'll get rid of him. All right. Here we go. So I'm going to try to stand back a little bit and just let everybody talk. Yeah. There we go. That's not creepy. Coming up. 
Oh, well, they're coming to commercial. This man looks like the prototype Disney prince. If this is my competition, I have no chance whatsoever. All right. Well, you know what, Laurie? We're at a commercial break. Um, and you have to go to work. Yeah, I have to. Well, I have to leave at ten anyway. So yeah, maybe we should just end it there. So why don't we wrap it up there? Well, I have a big news for anyone who listens to the Finding Prince Charming podcast. Is uh, a listener, I won't say who it is in case it ever gets out. Uh, a listener, and he, if, if you want me to tell who you are, listener, let me know after you hear this episode. But a listener is so he writes to me and he goes, It is so weird. The day that the Finding Prince Charming podcast came out last time, he yeah. writes to me and he goes, Oh my god, it is so weird that this came out today. I was cleaning out my hard drive or like his cloud or who knows what, right? The evidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I have a folder with the entire season uh, in it. And if anybody wants to watch the episodes uh, here, I've shared the folder with you, Joe. You can make this available to Patreon people. Oh, that's nice. So what I'm going to do is I'll, and I'll do it right now. As soon as we finish recording, I'll make it available on Patreon episode by episode. So I'll post episode one of Finding Prince Charming on Patreon. And if you want to watch what we're watching and follow along as you listen or maybe watch the whole episode, uh, if you have no access to it, I'm going to post it on Patreon. You can follow along there and um, see what it is, exactly what Lori and I are talking about. The butthole, the, um, is, he, is the person too tall or not? You can see it all. You'll see it on Patreon and we'll release it episode by episode. And thanks to that listener. If you give me permission, I'll share his name on the show. Uh, any other last thoughts there, Lori? Well, Lori, I will tell you, we made it through, uh, wow, we made it through seven, nearly seven and a half minutes on this episode. Wow. I was talking to AfterBuzz TV's Jay Ellis, and I kind of agree with him. He was like, look, once you really get through the introductions, and, and especially once you get through episode one, he goes, the very traditional reality show, he goes, I think you'll get through it episode by episode if you won't you won't you won't do the whole season this way once no. once this is all done then you'll get more you'll be more traditional so i think once we get through this episode one especially it'll just be we are not going to spend you know two years breaking on this show um, yeah i think once we even get past the like, well maybe the next episode will be the remaining guys and then we'll just do the rest of the show i think it'll be me two more episodes. yeah because it, it pretty much goes by pretty fast after that all the guys show up yeah so yeah because they really just, you know, yeah, it's it's it it goes downhill pretty fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is just the interesting part because we're getting to know everybody, and so we get to do it. All right. Well, Lori, thank you very much for doing this today. We'll catch us in two weeks when we do the remaining contestants who are appearing on the show. And uh, when we cover that, and uh, look for the Patreon. You already probably received it by now, like three weeks ago, but uh, the Patreon episode. Lori Roddenkamp has two other podcasts. The first is the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, and the other is called Queering Time and Space. You can find both of these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Lori Roddenkamp on Instagram at L-R-O-G-G. That's L-R-O-G. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Finally, Joe Batanz and Lori Roddenkamp have another podcast. It's a recap of the drag competition show... 
Dragula. It's also called Hello Uglies, and you can find it at HelloUglies.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. This has been an Afterthought Media Podcast.